Okay, here we go. Hello, my name is Scarlett Lewis, and I'm the founder of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement. Thank you so much for signing in to the Choose Love podcast. I'm actually here with my mom, and uh, we're having an incredible conversation in the car, and I thought that I would share it with all of you because it's so important. We were talking about how our children crave our attention, literally crave it, and they're not getting it because we are distracted. We're distracted with everything that's going on in our environment, especially during the pandemic. We are in our freeze fight, our flight areas of our brain, which cuts off critical thinking. We are in survival mode. That's why we're seeing a super pandemic of anxiety and mental health issues. And it's so necessary for us to literally get back to the present moment, give our brains a break. If you think about it, you're listening to this podcast right now, you are safe. Remind yourself that. Your brains need that break. And we need to be present and pay attention to our kids. They are craving our attention. Absolutely. Uh, It's interesting when I took uh, my son to a therapist and the therapist said, um, okay, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Instead of disciplining uh, bad behavior, we're going to reward good behavior. And so that was a different concept for me. I wish I'd learned it way early on. So what we did was let the bad behavior go and rewarded good behavior. And so what the therapist said was go out and buy, you know, little simple, not expensive gifts that, you know, like prizes, like when there's good behavior, uh, when, he gets up and, and brushes his teeth and gets ready for school himself and is, is ready when he does his homework, etc. You can He can choose from this little bowl of rewards. Or the other reward, an alternative reward that you can offer is time with you. 15, 20 minutes of undivided time with his mom. So he can have a little, uh, a little, um, you know, a little toy or he can have undivided attention from his mom. And guess what he chose every single time? Me. He chose me. And so, you know, I, if you've listened to me before, you know that I say that this is the way to live life with the fewest regrets is being present with the ones that you love being present, not on your cell phone, not in front of the TV, literally looking into their eyes and asking questions, dialoguing, um, being curious about what's going on in their lives, what they're feeling, what they're doing. Uh, there's, there's always something to talk about. Um, and you were talking about how important it is to look into people's eyes. I'm here with my mom. And uh, my mom has always told us this, look into each other's eyes, be present. um, And, and uh, you think that it's very important too. I do. And I, what I was saying was to me, that's probably the number one most important thing in any human, in 
interaction or it, because it because it seals a connection and I was telling Scarlett uh, to try this experiment but when you I probably on an adult too but I've just noticed it with children um, when you look into their eyes and I'm not talking about a boring b-o-r-i-n-g you know boring into their eyes but just looking into their eyes um, and making eye contact they'll do it back with you and their body their, their whole body makes a motion it's like you've plugged into an electric socket and there's electricity flowing and I mean they they respond to it there's a physical motion in their body too because it's just so important it, it you know how they say your eyes are uh, your the, window to the, the soul. window to the soul yeah I'm sorry, I think what the word was and they are it, it is and so you are connecting soul to soul and they love it children love it I think maybe I haven't tried it with adults because adults eyes will go back and forth and go to the side and go up and go down and you know especially if they have their phone in their hand yeah and they're checking their phone for messages right or, um, but it, I think it's with adults too you know obviously um, just remember how important eye contact is eye contact I think that you notice that change because when you look into somebody's eyes they feel seen and yeah. we and acknowledged <laughs> it's so important yeah. i mean we are we are wired for connection we have mirror neurons in our brains we are designed to look into each other's eyes and i think that in our busyness in our distraction in our inability to focus that that goes to the wayside and kids are suffering because of it you know i think about the spate I mean even even when you think about the the school shootings these kids are craving to be seen to be noticed to have their pain acknowledged um, and, and it's and, and maybe to have it alleviated I mean they're they're they've been crying out in pain for a long time so in a way that's that's just finally surrendering to it I guess and but hoping for a solution. Well, I mean, there's always signs, always signs. Uh, and, you know, we expect signs to be like, uh, excuse me, you know, raising the hand in class or whatever. I'm having thoughts of self-harm and harming others or, you know, proactively going to the counselor and, and talking about feelings. Well, we don't teach that. <laughs> Do they see their parents doing that? I don't know. My kids didn't see me doing that. So they don't have the social and emotional intelligence to do that unless they have a comprehensive program in their, pro in their school that's embraced by everybody and taught with fidelity. So they do it in other ways. It comes out in their behavior. And we wanna punish bad behavior rather than ask why they're behaving that way and, and what sort of pain they're expressing in their behavior. I mean, let's face it, bullying is is simply uh, emotion emotion is energy in motion so bullying is simply a, a way of expressing emotion and it's hurt it's hurt people hurting people you hurt yourself or you hurt 
other people. And I think we need to really wake up to that. Um, we've had so many examples of that, like in Parkland and in Oxford, Michigan, um, where, he, did leave where he, yeah, he's writing down, help me, the thoughts won't stop. Uh, he drew a picture of a gun, there's blood everywhere. And uh, he's telling you what's in his brain. We need to believe these kids when they tell us what they're feeling. And, you know, people ask me, wow, can you believe that that happened? I said, the same thing happened in Sandy Hook. <laughs> the same thing happens in other school shootings. There are signs. I mean, our school shooter wrote a book uh, that, and when he was in fifth grade, it was a little handmade book, a few pages it's called The Book of Granny. And it was about a witch that came to the elementary school with a broomstick. It opened into a semi-automatic weapon and the witch murdered children. The book was taken, but nothing was done. No, no, no follow-up. Yeah. Can you imagine like handing somebody... Like if I handed you that book uh, that I had written, maybe I said, mom, here's my, you know, here's a book that I just wrote. You want to read it? And I never heard from you. What would I think? Wow. She, she either didn't read it. She cared so little that she didn't read it or worse. She read it and she doesn't, she ignored me, ignored me. And And, uh, and the other thing just to, to, on another level, I was, how many times do you in a day look at, at your children, really? I can, I can see, go get your shoes on, dinner's ready, do you, you want more milk, you know. Uh, and you're ha- so busy, you're running yeah. around fixing yeah. dinner yeah. and picking done, up. And- have you done your homework? Well, you better go in and get that started. And you don't really ever make eye contact. And these are your precious children that that actually need it, their souls need it, their hearts need it, their minds need it. It's, it's such a total connection. And, and I think if you think about that, you'll realize um, what you're missing each day and, and try to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's being mindful. It really is. It's thinking about what you're thinking about. It's being mindful of where you are in the present moment of what's going on around you. It's being self-aware. It's being aware of what you're feeling. If you're having difficult emotions, work through them. They don't last. Model for your children what that looks like. Hey, mom's having a difficult day. So I'm going to, uh, you know, if they walk in, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about. And I'm kind of working through these difficult emotions. Model that. Talk to your kids about it. Let them see that. They're learning from every single thing that you do. Things that you say, but also things that you do. And they have to be consistent. You cannot say one thing and then do another and expect your kids to, uh, to, 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 to learn from that. They, it's confusing and, uh, and you lose credibility actually, and also trust. And think about how many times, I mean, you'll think about, well, my mother did this. My mother did that. My father did this. He did that. You really, all the time growing up, you were modeling after your parents. You're listening, you're watching their behavior. You're watching how they handle problems and how they solve problems or don't. And um, so yeah, it's very, very important to realize that that's your role, that's your performance. Um, it helps you too. And I cringe when I think about 
the modeling that our politicians and and other people in leadership positions are 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 doing. I mean, calling each other names. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I mean, simply even coming down to being mean to each other without treating each other with kindness and respect and civility. I mean, I, I'm I'm I, I'm shocked. And then I think, well, how can we? How can we expect that from our kids when we can't even muster that up in ourselves? And bottom line, it's a choice every single time we have an interaction. We choose how we treat one another. And we need to start being mindful and calling each other out and, and helping each other uh, be, be, uh, be mindful of our choices and the fact that our kids are, are watching, that they're listening. And you know what? This was really helpful for me after the uh, after Jesse's murder in in realizing that you know my surviving son was watching every move that I made listening to everything that I said but more than that um, everything that I did and it really helped me rise to the occasion to be the best version of myself realizing oh my gosh you know he is he is learning from me and I want to be a model for him on how to move through tragedy and trauma, difficulty, roadblocks, challenges in his life going forward. What I do right now is going to determine how JT lives his future and I need to be mindful of it. So thank you so much for listening. This was a shorter podcast, but probably one of the most powerful ones that we've had discussion with, uh, with mom today. But uh, moms are very wise. Mine is definitely. And want to thank all of you for listening. And please help spread the word about the Choose Love movement. We are spread by word of mouth. And we are um, now in over 10,500 schools. We're positively impacting over 3.5 million kids in 120 countries. But we know now. The Surgeon General just released a... um, a warning about our children's mental health. Uh, We were in a mental health crisis before the COVID pandemic, and uh, it's simply gotten worse during this this pandemic um, with all of the isolation and fear. We we really need to step up to the plate for our kids. Uh, Their safety and well-being is our responsibility. They are our most precious asset. They're our future. And really, they must be our priority in our country. They're the most important things that we have. And so their mental health and well-being is going to determine how we move forward and, and, uh, and the health and well-being of our earth. So please join me. Join us in providing essential life skills for our kids, for our parents, for our communities, so that we can unite in what we all have in common. And that is the want and need to love and be loved. That is an immutable force in our life. Um, When we don't have it, we suffer. But there's also another immutable force that we all have in common, and that is pain. We are going to face pain. We don't want our kids to face discomfort and pain, but we know that they're going to in one way or another throughout their lives. And we absolutely must give them the skills and tools that they need to not only learn from it, 
face it, learn from it, grow through it, be strengthened by it, and then take that wisdom that they've learned and use it to help other people. I firmly believe that is why we are here on earth. So thank you for joining me in this movement. Please help spread the word and choose love. See you next time.